This is Roy Whiting with Certified Realty, hosting another edition of the Oregon Real Estate Podcast. Today we'll be talking about stigmatized properties, what they are, and as an Oregon home buyer or home seller, what you might need to know. One of the challenges about stigmatized properties, and there are several, is that the definition can uh, deviate depending on the person you're talking to. What one person finds to be a real stigma or a challenge or a problem uh, to another person may not bother them at all. Um, The classic example would be a a house where someone may have passed away, perhaps violently. Uh, Other levels and, and types of stigmatized properties can involve meth homes, uh, they can be low, even properties next to a cemetery, for instance. Uh, homes that have had illegal activity, uh, chop shop is another example. Each one of these carries its own uh, badge of dishonor, if you will, uh, to different people. Uh, to some folks, even a foreclosed home would be a sign of, of some form of stigma in that they wouldn't want to buy that particular property. Most folks, though, uh, have little issue with purchasing a home that had been foreclosed on. So as realtors, part of our job is to assess situations as best as we can, do the research, and then provide that information to our client. Um, I can give you a personal uh, case study uh, as an example. Uh, Years ago, I had sold a property to some folks. We had looked at uh, numerous homes. And uh, we ended up making an offer on one they seemed to like the most. And uh, there was a little bit of back and forth in the offer and the counter offer uh, phases. But they ended up uh, purchasing the property. Uh, we had gone through the home inspection phase, of course, the appraisal phase, and the different hoops that we typically jump through in the home purchasing process. And so we closed on the property. The purchasers moved in, uh, seemed very happy. And months later, I received a phone call. And I could tell that the buyer was very distressed. And after we talked a little while, he brought up uh, the term ghost. And I knew then that we might be dealing with some kind of a stigmatized property. As the story continued, I was told that the buyers, not that long after they had moved in, apparently a matter of weeks, they started to hear strange sounds inside the house. And this was like 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, No one was awake at the time uh, as these sounds started occurring. And they would be things like ringing bells and uh, furniture moving around, chairs shifting, that type of thing. You know, obviously my buyers were concerned. And after some time, I think it was weeks, uh, they, they couldn't seem to figure out what was going on. So they started asking around the neighborhood. And sure enough, one of their neighbors uh, had said that someone had died in the house. And uh, this is something that hadn't been disclosed. And uh, Oregon law is is, uh, fairly clear on this. I did a little research, and uh, after quite a bit of online uh, record searching, did locate a news story that was exceedingly hard to find. Uh, But uh, it it did uh, confirm what one of the neighbors had had said, and indeed uh, it was a tragic situation where there was a, there was a death in the house. And so I did contact the seller's realtor uh, shortly after this, talked with, with him, and uh, as, as I knew, uh, he had no obligation under Oregon law to reveal that information. 
we had a, a discussion and he confirmed that his his boss basically had told him that uh, there was no need to disclose it and therefore they weren't going to disclose it. And one of the reasons why sellers uh, usually or often don't disclose this kind of information is because it can have a severe impact on the market value. It's the kind of thing that a lot of buyers don't want to deal with. And if there's other properties that don't have that same characteristic, then they'll continue looking. So let's take a look at the state of Oregon rules of disclosure on this specific item regarding stigmatized properties. The rules of disclosure in the state of Oregon are outlined in part uh, in what's called the ORS or Oregon Revised Statutes 93.275. And these following items that I'm going to quote are considered not material to a real property or real estate transaction. The fact or suspicion that the real property or a neighboring property was the site of a death by violent crime, by suicide, or by any other manner. The fact or suspicion that the real property or a neighboring property was the site of a crime, political activity, religious activity, or any other act or occurrence that does not adversely affect the physical condition or title to real property. So what this is saying is, is that if it's, a, if it's something that's paranormal or not necessarily physical, uh, ghosts are a, a very common a thing that we sometimes hear about uh, regarding uh, being haunted and, and that being a stigmatizing factor. Um, in the state of Oregon, and, and other states are different, some, some states are fairly uh, opposite to, on some of these items, uh, but in the state of Oregon, those are things that are not considered uh, disclosable items that that are necessary. So, you know, if you've got a, a leaky plumbing situation or if you've got a, a hole in your roof, uh, all kinds of things, dry rot, you know, those are, those are items that in the state of Oregon, if a seller is aware of them, uh, they're supposed to be disclosed. But what we're talking about on, on these other items, uh, somebody's died inside of a house, uh, if it was a, used for a chop shop, for instance, those kinds of things are not uh, necessary because they don't necessarily um, provide a, an issue with the physical uh, portion of the real property. Now, if you've got a meth lab, okay, that's that's a different thing because you've got something there that ostensibly would create a health hazard. And certainly those are the kinds of things that are going to come up and, and need to be disclosed. Interestingly, there are some uh, websites that actually will help people uh, locate or at least they purport to assist in determining if a house has some of these stigmatized factors. Um, I've done some anecdotal research using them uh, since I know of several properties that would certainly fit into these uh, categories. And uh, to be honest with you, I was not able to, to locate anything in those. Um, that said, they do have a big disclaimer that, you know, they may not have records. And if they don't purport to have records or they weren't able to come up with them doesn't mean that they're not there. Uh, there are a lot of reasons though, that, uh, you may want to look in other areas to try to determine if your property may have stigmatizing factors. But one of the reasons why stigmatized properties are different is number one, they don't affect everyone the same way. Uh, what bothers one person may be just a, a non-issue to another. Um, Another thing is that it's an emotional issue, usually, a psychological even. 
And so, you know, if you've got a leaky roof or a dry rot, those, those are not things that typically people will be uh, think, thinking in the same way about. Um, and so these, these are some of the things that, that are variables when it comes to dealing with the stigmatized properties. As far as what's a buyer to do, um, one of the first things that a buyer should do if they're really concerned about the possibility of stigmatization or a property that has these problems, whether it's a uh, you know, meth lab or somebody's died in the house or any of these, these many different, different issues, uh, one would be to understand that there are limitations in the state of Oregon. So you really can't expect that that the law is going to necessarily be on your side for these kinds of things. So it's a little bit of a buyer beware. Second, understand that these websites that will tell you that they can find information for you regarding a stigmatized property, uh, those are not likely to be guarantees at all. So I would suggest that you not lean on them just like you really can't lean on Oregon real estate law uh, for, for some of these paranormal or, or what we would call stigmatized factors. Third, if you've got an agent uh, or a family member that's very computer savvy, um, that is probably a good place to start. Uh, one of the things that will help is very specific searching to an address. What you're looking for is trying to get real specific with the property address. and You may have to weed through an awful lot of information, but that would be one of the ways that you might be able to turn up something if, for instance, there's been a news story on a crime that may have occurred or whether it's meth or uh, uh, some kind of a death, something like that, violent crime, um, then you can possibly pull that up on an online search. Now, of course, if it happened 40 years ago before the Internet was, was a big deal, you may come up with very little. You're, you're really then relegated to going to newspaper uh, and, and indexes and stuff like that. And, and that is going to probably be a very much a hit and miss. So uh, what's a seller to do? Uh, sellers are typically best advised to disclose, disclose, disclose. Yet there are exceptions. For example, in Oregon, it's illegal to disclose certain facts about a property. Under Oregon law, neither the seller nor their agent is allowed to disclose that an owner or occupant of a home has had HIV or AIDS. So there are exceptions to every disclosure rule, it seems, in, at least in uh, state law. So if you're unsure about how disclosure requirements apply to you and your property or property search, it's generally a good idea to consult your realtor for more information. Uh, also, attorneys are good sources of information on this, especially if they specialize in real estate law. That about wraps up our topic today on stigmatized properties. If you have any questions, feel free to send me a note. You can send it to Roy at CertifiedRealty.com. Also, if you have questions about our Oregon real estate market, you can send me a note there as well, Roy at CertifiedRealty.com, or call me toll-free, 800-637-1950. I'll be happy to help you. I appreciate your listening to this edition of the Oregon Real Estate Podcast. And for now, this is Roy with Certified Realty wishing you the very best.